We are officially over the halfway mark. We are headed down the stretch, but the dream is in the process. November will get here eventually, David. I love the November noise. October can be ordinary, but we like October. How are you doing today, sir? I don't know why you're taking shots at October. I've got to try to take shots. Why is October? We're two seconds into the show, and October's just catching strays from you here. Come on, October's awesome. And we had a lot of reasons to love October. Last night, we are recording this episode a day after our current guest scored a school record six goals in a game. Haley Merzberger joins us. Haley, we, we have to embarrass you. We just got to clap for you. <laughs> Thank that you. That was incredible. Thanks, you guys. just put on an absolute show at Reynolds Field last night. How are you feeling the next day? Uh, like, I don't think it has fully like settled in yet. Can't even describe the feeling. Yeah, are, are the legs jelly after you kick six goals in, in into a net? I mean, does that get tiring or not really? Um, I mean, not really. I mean, just the fact that they kept coming last night was really encouraging. So looking forward to some rest today for sure at practice and then jump back in tomorrow. But yeah. Well, that was incredible. And that's definitely where we want to start. We want to talk a lot about that game. My first question is, just going into that game, what was the mindset? I mean, were yeah. you sitting in the locker room thinking, I'm going to score six goals tonight. I feel good. <laughs> no, no, what, no. What, what were you thinking going into that game? What was the mindset? Yeah, so obviously playing North Central, we know we beat them 7-0 the last time. So that was kind of um, an encouraging fact. But also we had to be careful like not to go in overconfident. So I would say that that was a really big thing going on in my mind. Like, Especially I had – I had the hat trick uh, last time we played them, so that was in my mind too. But also thinking like, okay, like they we had heard they changed up their defense. We can't go in thinking like this is a game we won. You know, can't go in overconfident. So just um, yeah, thinking like, okay, we got to play our game, um, not focusing on how many goals like I personally score, but just like as a team. Um, how can we play our game and really um, connect and finish? So. Well, you followed that up with a hat trick in each <laughs> half. So clearly whatever your mindset was, was working for sure. Was there any one thing that you feel like you talked about how you guys were kind of preparing for that game? Was there one thing that really led to the success, you think? Or was it kind of just really taking that game seriously and being locked in coming in? Yeah, I think as a whole, as a team, it was just uh, really taking that game seriously and um, focusing on, again, playing our game. And I think for me personally, um, I've kind of come to understood my role like as a striker. One of the main things is to finish, right, and to score those goals um, and to create the assist as well. But So that was kind of a main focus going on in my head. One of my goals um, was to shoot to corners and to finish. So, What yeah. was the most goals you ever had in a game in high school? I'm just curious. Six. Six, oh, wow. okay. Oh, yeah. So we need to get to that full seven. <laughs> yes, and we need to we break do, that. Yeah. But you've got a lot of time left in your career now, so – uh, to get that done, but tied tied it in your freshman year. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm fascinated with lead-ups to big games or any type of game, Haley. And, David, mm -hmm. you know this, and mm -hmm. you're probably going to laugh when I ask this question, but there's so many things you can do to prepare for a big matchup. I want to know, what what was the pregame meal to get you six goals <laughs> on the board? I mean, is there some secret <laughs> sauce, something that you have to do before a big game, or is it is it totally random? Um. Okay, normally – it's the same thing. I usually have like a turkey, turkey and cheese sandwich, oh, okay. kind of thing. Like throughout okay. high school too. Okay. What um, kind of cheese? Ryan needs to know that. Provolone, too. always. Provolone. Okay. Always okay. Well, if you said American, we may have to end the podcast. Okay. So good. No, good. That's good to hear. Okay. Wait, what's your what's your beef with American cheese? It's not real cheese. What do you mean? It's just, it's fake cheese. It is fake. That's very true. Okay, why am I the only, why, why am I the only one who doesn't know? Why am I the only one who doesn't know about this? Why is it fake? 
Do we want to get into this? I, 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 I don't know. How would you describe it? I've just noted it's fake cheese. Okay, Provolone well, just so much more real. It's oh, true. It's I agree real. with her. Yes. Okay, I will never eat American cheese again because you Thank guys are you. telling me it's a myth. That's not real. <laughs> it doesn't exist. So, awesome. so back to yesterday, Haley. Was yeah. was it a turkey and cheese sandwich again? No. Okay. okay. This okay, is kind of a frustrating story here. Okay. Okay. We so, didn't mean to frustrate you so early, but uh, bear here we with go. me here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I go to lunch after my like second class of the day. Yep. I'm in the pasta line, right? Because it's always the shortest and I got yep. another class to go to. Yep. Get my pasta, get an email saying my next class is canceled. So I could have stood in the long sandwich <laughs> line and go. got my panini as always, but there no, you know. pasta. So then I go back and get a wrap and I eat that for dinner. So I okay. had my wrap, but there yeah, we not go. the turkey sandwich. But. So are you now going to like have to tell your professor, like, hey, you cancel class. I had six goals. We got to cancel <laughs> class every game day. Are you going to get pasta every game day? How superstitious are you? We need to get to the bottom of this. No, I'm not going to get pasta every game day. I'm, okay. not, I'm not that superstitious. Okay. But I think I'm going to stick to my turkey wrap or turkey sandwich. There we go. Yep. I like yep. it. Yep. With Tur- provolone cheese. As we yes. Absolutely, always. Turkey over ham. I, I do appreciate yes. that. So... Is there any point in a game like that, Haley, whether it be last night or another game where you get in, if it's, you know, 30, 35 minutes in and you have a pair of goals or your team's doing really, really well. Is there a point in a game like that where you tell yourself, this could be a really special night or with last night specifically, are you thinking after you score the third or fourth goal, like, wow, I've got four goals and we still got a lot of time left. You know, honestly, going into halftime with the hat trick, I didn't really think anything of it. Like I was like, okay, wow, it's, it's a pretty good night. Like, I got a hat trick. That's pretty good. Like, pretty uncommon. And then one of my teammates, Callie, um, like, right after we were walking back on the field at halftime, she was like, I'm feeling another hat trick. Like, let's get another wow. one. I'm like, yeah, okay. She called like, it. Okay, yeah, another one. And, and yeah, then it happened. So, yeah, was not really expecting that or was not on my mind at all. But yeah. I like that. Well, Coach Pettit told me today that when you scored the fifth goal to tie the record, he said it was like, all right, time to get her out. We've got a pretty good lead. He had a sub warming up on the sideline. 26 later, 26 oh, wow. seconds later, you go and score the sixth and record-breaking goal. Did you know that the sub was coming? No, but now that I know, I'm glad I scored the <laughs> yeah, next exactly. one fast. You wasted no time. You didn't yep. let that ball go out of bounds, so that's awesome. Yeah. Do you have a favorite goal from last night? Do they all kind of blend together? I mean, six is a lot. Can you even remember them all? Yeah. Like, what's the yeah. What was the favorite one, kind of the one that sticks out in your mind? Yeah, I was trying to go back and, like, remember them last night, and I think my favorite one, um, I think it was the third one, maybe the last one of the half, Um court was running down the left sideline and I was kind of waiting in the middle you know like making a little run like waiting for the ball and she turns the corner sends me the perfect ball and then a one-timer lefty and I think that's my favorite because that was like what we had been working on like the entire practice on Monday and like we weren't doing like super good job of it not finishing and then we did that exact same thing in the game and was able to connect and that's a great feeling when you can do it with your left foot I would imagine too you got to really enjoy that yeah so you mentioned Haley, Megan Court. You also have Megan Moeller. Mm-hmm. You have Maya Chan. You have uh, on your last goal, you had uh, Hannah Lagason set you up. I'm not mm-hmm. going to continue to mention names here, but obviously it takes more than just you. It yeah, takes a whole absolutely. team effort. What is that like when you are all clicking? Obviously you're the one ending those plays, but mm-hmm. on a night like that last night where everything's clicking, what is that like on the field? And then what was that celebration like in the locker room afterwards last mm-hmm. night? Yeah, it is, it is so fun just to connect on the field and so encouraging to see when we 
do make those passes and connect. It just makes the entire game so much more fun when we're all on the same page and just connecting those passes. And yeah, like the assist that everyone had to me, like the three balls by Megan, that one ball by Court, and then the corner by Chan, um, like perfect. Like I was just in the right place at the right time. Like all the credit to them too. Um, yeah, and then in the locker room celebrating, um, super encouraging everyone, like saying good job, you know. Um, and then after, I had to go to the nest with my roommate and get some Cedar Crest ice cream <laughs> because okay. that's where it's at. You no know? better way to celebrate. Absolutely not. And I'm glad you've just brought up Megan Moeller, and then you also brought up ice cream because, mm. and I don't know, if, maybe if you can already tell you know where what? I'm going with this. Yep, I actually work at her ice cream, or her parents' ice cream I, shop. I found out about this today. Coach Pettit Ryan is learning about this in real yeah, time. He's, yeah. he's stunned. I learned about this this afternoon <laughs> from Coach Pettit. He was telling me to, to bring this up. So you work at Megan Muller's ice cream shop. What's that like? Uh, it is the most fun job ever. <laughs> like, shout out to Gesserts. Everyone should go if you're ever in Wisconsin. Great place. So much history. What's the, the ice best cream's flavor delicious. There? Oh, my goodness. Probably either chocolate peanut butter swirl, blueberry waffle cone, or Ooh. amaretto cherry Mackin Island fudge. Oh, wait, so wait. Good. Say that name once more. What's that last name? <laughs> Amarado Cherry Mackinac Island Fudge. Wow. Okay. That's, a, so that's a lot of things it right there. so good. So yes. you're a freshman, so this connection must have existed before you came to Northwestern. With Megan? Yes. Yeah. So back in, we went to elementary school together um, at Sheboygan Christian School. So I knew her like kind of then. Our families like kind of knew each other a little bit and then uh, moved I moved to Texas and then moved back here. And then we started going to the same church, Plymouth Alliance Church. So I got to know her there. And then, yeah, her and Natalie, her sister, like, really recommended Northwestern. So I came and checked it out. And, yeah, here so I am. So when you're in second grade at Sheboygan Christian <laughs> Elementary School, are you guys kind of looking at each other saying, hey, in about 16 years from now, <laughs> you and I are going to be dominating college soccer together. Was that going on, or no. did that just kind of happen naturally? No, honestly, sorry, Megan, but I do not remember you at all. You were in <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> not, not she at probably all. doesn't remember are, me either. Are there, but... are there pictures to like document this? Like You guys have the yearbook, Like you see each other in there, or you just know it happened? No proof. I want to look, but I, I doubt it. There's probably no proof. Maybe okay. I don't know. Gotta I'd have pictures. to ask like my parents. Yeah, or your parents someone. have to have they, photos. Yeah, uh, they must. I don't know. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. So Haley, would you be willing to talk a little bit about that adjustment period, specifically from high school here to college? I mean, soccer is one thing. You're handling that adjustment pretty well. I think TP and yeah, I would you're, say yeah, you're, you're doing okay. You're doing okay. But you know, there, there's classes on top of it. You know, there's relationships with friends, a social life. I mean, there's a whole thing outside of that. What are your expectations coming into college life? Maybe even more than just soccer. I mean, you can talk yeah. about soccer as yeah. well, but making that transition, if you even go back just a few months, when you step on mm -hmm. campus for the first time, what are you thinking? I was completely terrified, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, but I think the biggest like difference from high school, well, from my high school and college, is just being a part of a Christian community. Um, that has been just like absolutely life-changing. I came from a public public high school, and middle school and just anyone who's a Christian in the public school knows it's like it's hard sometimes right and so throughout high school I just always knew that I wanted to go to a Christian school and toured Northwestern absolutely just fell in love with the Christian community here and yeah just being able to like go to chapel every day like all my friends like know who Jesus is like it's not me like 
um, discipling to them or like telling them about Jesus, but like they know and are helping me grow in my faith. Um, that has been just absolutely awesome. So yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So Ryan said, you're making the adjustment pretty well. You have 16 goals <laughs> in your career so far as a freshman. Teams are, they're going to be ready for you now, for sure. You have made a, a big impact <clears throat> on this team. What's been the difference between high school and college soccer, and why do you think you've been so incredibly successful so far? Yeah, well, I think um, kind of a funny or obvious difference is um, I was really nervous about coming to college to play soccer because of the turf. Like okay. <laughs> um, in high school, it was like all grass. And so I was kind of joking with my teammates here, like, oh, like, what are you like excited or nervous about? And I'm like, the turf. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ball just moves so much faster. But aside from that, um, I think just my teammates have absolutely helped me like adjust so well. Um, it's so fun playing with people who like love soccer as much as I do and take it as seriously as I do. Um, and just like them like setting me up perfectly, giving me some amazing balls has just been awesome. Have you gotten used to the little black turf pellets in your shoes all the time? They have them in your dorm room everywhere. Are you used to that now? Oh, absolutely. Yes, they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So you talk a little bit about your teammates for our discussion so far, Haley, mm -hmm. but want you to touch on the coaches and maybe even specifically, specifically Coach Pettit, mm -hmm. how they have helped you with that transition. And then also, if you want to peel back the curtain a little bit, I mean, David knows much more about Coach Pettit than I do, but what is he like day-to-day -day at practice, on the road? I mean, I guess it's a two-part <laughs> question, but how have they helped with your transition? And then let us know something about Coach Pettit that uh, not many may know. Yeah, so transition-wise, they have just been nothing but supportive to me um, and all my teammates and freshmen, really. Um, just knowing that they're always praying for you and you can always go to them with anything is just super encouraging and very cool. And then also, aside from that, just pushing us hard every single day in practice, um, telling us what we need to work on. And yeah, just pushing us to our absolute limits um, has been amazing. And then Coach Pettit. Um, <laughs> this will be good. Oh, I'm, boy. I'm, I'm ready I'm trying for to this. Think. Um, okay, not like maybe the most like biggest thing ever, but so everyone like Coach Pettit seems like a pretty chill guy, right? Like oh, yeah. not really like nervous about anything, just kind of relaxed. He doesn't really yell at the refs. Well, well, sometimes he does. <laughs> but, but um, he just like he said a few times last night was one of the times that he like literally like can't sleep the day before games and like really yesterday morning I guess it would have been he woke up he said at one twenty two a.m thinking about the game. So I guess just the fact that he's not all chill. He has nerves too. <laughs> well, that, that maybe calms you guys down a little bit too. Hey, even coach gets uh, the butterflies before a game too. <laughs> I'm sure he was dreaming about you scoring six goals. In oh, a game I don't too, know about so. that. <laughs> who's the, I, I'm just curious about this. Who's the funniest player on the team? Who's like the jokester, the class clown? Like when things are going serious, maybe it's a hard practice. It's 90 degrees outside or you guys are losing in a game a tough situation who do you look at and they can just instantly kind of make you laugh or smile uh i mean so many different people but one person that comes to my mind right away is trey okay um, our captain yep she is literally just like has the funniest jokes ever and <laughs> always always making us laugh um and what makes us laugh i think the most is her laugh just like hearing her laugh it's not to be mean, or, like, sorry, Trey, but <laughs> it's kind of like like a goose honk, so it's so funny when we, like, imitate her laugh. And, like, are we going to always... get an imitation of that, or you're not going to go no, that far No, no, not, okay. not today. No, okay, not no. today. Maybe when you score seven goals and we bring you back on here, maybe, maybe we'll maybe, get at that. Maybe, maybe. 
Is there someone on the other side of the coin? I'd like to know for, you know, you have to lock in and maybe you are a little too loose out on the field and someone puts the hammer down and says, time to lock in, not not a coach, a player. Is there somebody that comes to mind? Um, or you guys are always locked in. Well, yeah, I okay. think, yeah, I think we're always locked in. I think um, Mike on the back line really gives us some good pep talks before the game and, yeah, really locks us in. And also Maya Chan um, in the midfield. She just always works so hard and always pushing us through the same. Is so. Mike Makaya Ren? Yes. Yeah. yes. I was going to say, yeah. I, was <laughs> yes. I, was like, I was like, who's Mike? Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. There we go. That's awesome. Well, yeah, we appreciate you giving us a little look uh, in there. And then last question, too. Mm-hmm. If you were to play a sport at Northwestern and it wasn't soccer, what would it be? Would you be oh. out there spiking at volleyball? Would you be out there pitching for the softball team? What would you do at Northwestern if you weren't playing soccer? I mean, I played volleyball in high school because I grew up in Wisconsin, and so volleyball was fall and then soccer was spring. So maybe volleyball, although the volleyball team here is really good, so I definitely would not make the team. But, yeah, probably volleyball. Awesome. So kind of to wrap this thing up and kind of go full circle, Haley, if you can bring us back one more time, what specifically about Northwestern, you've kind of talked about it a little mm-hmm. bit, but was attractive to you and brought you here, and what so far have these first few months been like on this team yeah. for you? What has the experience been like here at Northwestern? Yeah, so like I said before, I grew up in a public school. And just to kind of like share a little bit more about that, about my story, kind of go away from the question yeah, a little no, bit. Yeah, no, you're but, good. You're good. Go ahead. Um, so in like eighth grade-ish, um, just all the effects of public school started like weighing down on me. Started to see a lot of like brokenness among my friends and told my mom about that. And we actually started a Bible study together for my friends. So that was really cool. Um, and then that Bible study grew like a ton of the girls in my grade were attending. And then the moms of those girls started to see like a difference in their girls. And so a women's group was started. And then from there, a men's group, a high school boys group. And now today we have planted a church in my hometown. My dad's the lead pastor there. Wow. So that like kind of a side story. <laughs> from, but the, from the Bible study. From the Bible study. We started in eighth grade. Yeah. That's awesome. So, oh my goodness. Yeah, that is that's incredible. A, yeah. Super cool story. Um, So yeah, love public schools and um, like, discipling people, like telling others about Jesus. But I really wanted to come to Northwestern just um, to kind of like get strength again so I can go back and tell people. It can get kind of like exhausting being around people like when you're constantly the one discipling. And here it's been so cool when people have been like discipling me and um, just being around other people who love Jesus as much as I do has been awesome. So. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. What a powerful story. We appreciate you sharing yeah. that with us. Last thing I have for you, quick rundown, just a couple sentences. You got Minnesota Morris mm-hmm. tomorrow. What's kind of, without giving away the strategy and all that, what's <laughs> kind of your plan? And what are you guys, how are you guys kind of approaching that game against the Cougars tomorrow? Yeah. So obviously, last time we played them, 0 0 tie, not the outcome we wanted. Um, so just going again, going in again, like playing our game, um, connecting on those passes, not being overconfident, just focusing on our game. It's been very obvious today. You're, you're a team player. Uh, you are very centered around the team. But just individually, when there's a game that finished in a 0-0 tie, as a goal scorer, as an attacker, do you take that kind of personally like, okay, this one's not ending 0-0. Like, we're going to get a little some goals. Bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Again, like, our job as, like, offense is to finish. And so when it ends in that 0-0 tie, you're like, ugh, like, what more yeah. could I have done, you know? So, yeah, 
Not that's not gonna happen tomorrow. I love that. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, Haley, thank you so much. That was fun, a powerful story, funny story about you and Megan scooping yeah. ice cream together, <laughs> all that. So, just really appreciative of you taking the time to be here on the show this week. Congrats on the six goals and good luck against Minnesota Morris tomorrow. Thank you so much, guys.